A new approach to the global battle against AIDS is called for in a book released for World AIDS Day 2010. AIDS taking a long-term view, written by the AIDS 2031 group, looks at the successes so far against the disease and sets out what needs to be done in the future. I asked Heidi Larson, director of AIDS 2031, first about a section of the book looking at AIDS in Swaziland. Swaziland has the most uh, extreme and high uh, incidence and prevalence in the world, um, and it's it's been quite a, a challenge. And I think anyone who thinks AIDS is over um, can look at Swaziland. It's really had a dramatic impact on on lifespan and youth. It is an example of, despite the fact that the majority of the AIDS epidemic needs to move. AIDS response, I should say, needs to move from an emergency to more of a long term. Swaziland is is a place, and there are other pockets in the world that I think is is truly a, still an emergency. Now, in the AIDS 2031 consortium, you're looking at mathematical models to see what is happening, what has happened in the past, what could happen in the future, and you're looking at what you call social drivers. What are the social drivers? One hears about things like polygamy and all sorts of things concerned with having sex. Yes, sex and, and injecting drug use、um, is another factor. One of the things that the social drivers working group of AIDS 2031、uh, particularly distilled as a very practical measure is what they call a minimum, or we collectively call a minimum legal standard. Things like decriminalization of、uh, drug use to allow for more interventions, because part of the problem with some of the modes of transmission is that it's dealing with populations that, in some settings, are criminalized: sex work, drug use. Um, even sexual preferences in some countries are criminalized, which makes doing any kind of、um, response and, and positive, safe behavior intervention very difficult. And you also refer in the book to HIV denialism. That's pretty. Horrible, isn't it? Well, it's it's a very real thing in some settings. It was particularly、uh, a problem in South Africa with、uh, President Mbeki, who denied、um, that HIV led to AIDS and had an impact on access to to AIDS treatment. And there has been one study that came out that said that that had a consequence of hundreds of thousands of. People dying because of that denialism. In the consortium, you're stimulating questions and debate, and and pointing the way to research. What are some of the few things that you personally would pick out as the big areas of hope at the moment? Well, I think we're seeing some hope and progress on the prevention of mother-to-child transmission. We thought with the Access to drugs and the evidence that showed a, a serious reduction, there would be a more dramatic increase in prevention of mother-to-child transmission. And it was slow in the beginning, but now is picking up quite well. That's a significant help. I think there's hope in in some settings where politicians and leaders actually get serious about AIDS and take some bold steps because money is not going to fix the problem by itself. There needs to be some bold. Policies,、um, and I think the countries that have really taken progressive stances about harm reduction, for instance, 
has, has been a help. The so-called highly active antiretroviral therapies are absolutely amazing because they do extend life from, say, a, a, an average of perhaps 10 years, if you're lucky, with AIDS to around about 30 years. Do you think that could be pushed forever and make AIDS into a sort of diabetes, an illness that you treat by replacing something? Well, I think it already has become a chronic disease in settings where people can have access to drugs, both the first-line drugs and what they call the second-line drugs. The The problem is that this is expensive and it's getting enough access of drugs to the people who need them. With that access, we actually have a lot of hope around that. For many of us who may feel that there's an overwhelming challenge ahead that we really can't even imagine how to face up to, what would you distill as some of the simple messages that we might well bear in mind? Well, I think we cannot stop investing in, in AIDS prevention um, or, or treatment. I think the message to, to funders is we need much longer-term commitments, not a year or two, but 5, 10, 15 years. And with that, we need governments to stay committed, and we need the populations to stay uh, aware and informed. And I think another particularly concerning thing is where young people are blocked access to information that could save their life. Heidi Larson from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, director of the AIDS 2031 group, talking about the book AIDS Taking a Long-Term View, launched in London on World AIDS Day 2010. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.